Welcome. You're tuned in to the rest of the sermon, a podcast where we dive deeper into content, conversation, and application of Sunday sermon at Westside Church in Poplar Bluff. If you want more information, you can visit our website at westsidepb.org. If you have any questions you'd like answered on this podcast, you can email them to info at westsidepb. Most importantly, it's all about Jesus. I mean, you should probably get a better phone. You and I was like, he's like, if you're going to be making reels, like, we probably need to upgrade. Hey, the, hey, that was hey. great I Sunday. Yeah, we that that was so good. Oh wait, Sunday. I missed the reels. Oh, it was so good. All I remember is you recording me, but I didn't I know did where you put it. You. It was I put great. It on it's gone things. now, though. I'm yeah, sure they only last 24 hours. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I saw Malachi this morning at Starbucks when I was trying to do a nice thing for my family, <laughs> and it took so. I, I have a beef, okay? Uh, I got a chicken. And my beef is this. I'm a vegetarian. If, <laughs> if you're going through the drive-thru, totally get it. Like, that's got to be chop-chop. You got to get that going. All these, <laughs> all of these three workers worked on online app orders. Yeah. Right. There were seven people. I do have the same beef. Waiting for their drinks. And all these people were, you know, for Bell, for June. And it, I mean, literally the counter, that little mat that they put them on was yeah. completely full. And none of us, I got two waters and then two little pink drinks. And it, I mean, literally it was 30 minutes. Yeah. It when was they prioritize 30 the people minutes. who aren't there versus the people who aren't. I was like, I'm yep. here in person. In person. That, came. that has to I take came. priority. It has to take priority. Okay. Yeah. But do you feel the same way with the live stream? Hey, what do you mean? Let's just call Ooh. Starbucks management right now live. Let's hook them into this. Oh, you mean like in person versus in per- live yeah. stream? Yeah, I mean that's got to be two. I think separate lanes, but equal. Okay. Like I mean, we're just under technology on that stuff, so we need more technology for in person and tech. more technology to beef up the online. Tech on tech on tech on tech on tech on tech on tech. I will tell you this: Jolie has a pink drink hack. She can tell you what it is to make it at home. It's not the same. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I can make about, like, coffee Plexus at home. Pink drink or like, or no, like Starbucks. It's the Starbucks. Did you just say Plexus? He did. That's the only yeah. pink drink. Shout I out to wow. Mariah. Mariah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Need a dealer. <laughs> yeah. We got nice. you. <laughs> Feeling down this afternoon, but thanks to my pink drink, I'm up again. I love it. Right though. I love it. It's good. Hey, did you guys watch the game Super Bowl? I did. Nice. You watched everything. I did. That's awesome. I watched everything. How did you feel about culture, Haley, and watching what was happening in the world? It was kind of weird just because I was like, people might be proud of me right now. (laughs) I love it. I love it. But in general, like, I like watching football games, but I don't ever go into it rooting for like a specific team. I don't like love a team the whole season. Like, I am strictly there for like, there's good commercials, there's good food, there's good fellowship. It's an experience whether you're watching on the TV or not. And so it, it was a good game to I watch, thought, though. I thought with your brother it was a phenomenal being, being such a KC fan that you would have just like, all right, I'm choosing KC because my bro. I mean, yeah. Yeah, sure. But sure. like at the end of the day, I just wanted it to be a good game. So like if KC would have blown them out the water, right. I yeah, wouldn't have had fun, fun watching no. that. Fun. The fact that it was like. <gasps> How stressed was Austin when Mahomes got hurt? I mean, like, it, you know, extenuated his already injury. Yeah. I was thinking about the amount of people that have put money on that man. And to watch him writhing in pain is like, it's your worst nightmare. Mm. It's the worst. So my brother said, and this is how much I know about what just happened, even though I watched the whole thing. Yeah. The other team, the green team. 
Yep, Philadelphia. The Eagles. Okay. He said, they have the better team, but we have the better player. Mm. And so when Mahomes went down, it was like... We Me and my not, mom yeah. were like, yeah. if they have the better team and we have the better player and we just lost the player, what are we going to do? Yep. But then I did also love when they gave the stats of how neck to neck it was. Yeah. And they were like, 100%. and they each have a Kelsey brother. It was wild. And I was like, oh, it was wild. the Kelsey brothers on TikTok? Yeah. Are Dude, they, they, they have a podcast, guys. Yeah. They have a podcast and it's, it's super funny. But then after the Super Bowl? Yep. He was like crying for his I know. brother. Yep. I was, oh. It was wild. Also, Sweet. this is it the was. first time that two <laughs> African-American quarterbacks have started in the Super Bowl. Also, this is the first time of the two youngest quarterbacks in NFL history. Hertz is 24 years old and Mahomes is 27 Seven, or 28 or something yeah. like that. I mean, guys, 24. That's crazy. Yeah. It's correct. And Pat's one too. You know, I will say the end, I was I'm I was rooting for Kansas City. Sure. I just that call sure. was a little nitpicky. And I, w- I would have rather they kicked a field goal and then they had the other team. Everyone has a wanted to talking yeah. about the holding call. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, did let's you just, see the tweet? Everyone wanted to see the what, drive. What did the, the player himself said I held and I got it away yeah. with it. Yeah. Okay, they they hold on every play. They're, right. they're right. contacting every play, but exactly. that's just a little nitpicky. They teach you how to hold so a ref can't see. Like it's not a question of was it holding? It's a question of this is a Super Bowl and you let them play. Right. That, like it's you, you know gotcha. the, okay. you don't make you don't put the Super Bowl on a ref's call. No, 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 no. Similar no. to how the last game that Casey played ended. Sorry, yep. we're diving in here. Nope. I yep. mean, a ref changed the trajectory, oh, yeah. of the that outcome game. of the game, and so like yeah. I can understand how people are upset. But would it have significantly changed? Hundred I mean, percent. No. Yeah, they would have only Philadelphia, been up three, and they would no. have had a minute and like forty seconds, and, an, and another drive. Yeah, like, they would have had a drive. I mean, that's huge. And Philadelphia was just marching down they the were. field. So yes, so it, it changes everything. You know, and and there's a lot of beef. People feel like that Brady was the NFL's poster boy, and now that he's gone, it's like they're gassing unspoken Mahomes to be the know. next like. Well, and, he's great. And well, he's a phenomenal player yeah. and he's so young and we're getting to watch him in his prime. So, it I was I don't know if he's going to be able to withstand and be the next Brady. Well, yeah, to say the next goat, the greatest well, of all I time. Just, I mean, sure. I think Tom Brady had a thing about him and I don't like him, so sure. this is going to be a lot. You sure. know, like Mahomes or Tom Brady? Brady. Okay. Um, I just needed to know. But yeah. Brady always had a steel like cold confidence. Oh, his knowledge of the game is unprecedented. Yeah. (laughs) His knowledge of the game is unprecedented. But it wasn't even just that. He was just like, yep. I mean, like there was never... I got to make a play happen. He didn't question himself, his team, anything. It was factual. Yes. I don't think Mahomes has that. If there was time on the clock, you just never counted Tom Brady out. You just couldn't. And I don't think Pat... Patrick Mahomes is, has that maturity. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking Injury for. Injury is going to be yeah. the, his number one boogeyman. Like, he's and so. so <laughs> he's so fun to watch, though. Man, but this was by far like his one of the most fun games. Like, the actual football game, Super Bowls, that I feel like I've watched in a long okay. time. I got to give some backstory here because where we are, like, you're either cable or dish or direct. Like, okay. you can't really. Or YouTube TV. Okay, well, okay, where sure. you are. Gotcha, gotcha, okay? gotcha. So, <laughs> we are. I tuned out that part. Yeah. <laughs> where we are, we are um, satellite internet people. Because yep. that's the only internet we get. So, we are satellite TV people. 
we are with one of the two big ones who, for whatever reason, canceled Fox. Wow. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Okay. Sure. So, do you want to know when we found this out? Mm. Day Saturday, of? the night wow. before, and we're like, oh. "Oh, it'll it'll be fine. It'll yeah. be fine." And we're looking, we're like, "Nope, it's not fine." The amount of people that have switched because you can't watch the Cardinals either. Yeah. Well, I didn't know. Like, I it's yep. not. I would have known then, but it's you not. You could have the time. watched it in Espanol. Okay. We did. So this is what's <laughs> funny. So we went and we're like, okay, fine. We'll do, we have Hulu. We'll do the Hulu live. We'll upgrade and watch it there. Fine, fine. We were good. Our internet was holding fast. We were great. <laughs> until like halftime and like a minute in. And Jolie's like, the only thing I it couldn't want. Da- yeah, it couldn't download Rihanna. It could. And Jolie's like, what? So we switched right. over to Spanish and watched it. I may never so go funny. back to English again. It Genre's was hilarious. So here's a would you rather. Would you rather in some way, shape, or form be involved in in the game like you get to throw a flag you get to would you like to be involved in the game or would you like to be involved would you rather be involved in the halftime show would you rather be involved in the game or would you rather be involved in the halftime show and you can't be like Haley well I mean how long and do I get honestly if I'm able to dress like those backup dancers and you're completely covered and nobody knows who you are I'd there I kind of be down to just like okay. rip. Be on those but, Mario, the Mario right? platforms. Yeah, that thing Nobody was knows crazy. Who anybody is. I mean, sure. the sports side of me is like, yeah, the game, obviously. But I'd be down to just like, yeah, nice. I love it. What about you guys? I game. Think I want to ref. Ref. I think I want to ref. <laughs> I mean, Man. just because I want to make people. I want to sure. blow the world up. Absolutely. It would be fun. Yeah. I naturally went to like gig setup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I was right. like, no, no, no I don't want to do that. That's I don't want to yeah. do that. No, no, and no. then when you were like, we could be a dancer, I was like, oh yeah, I yeah. want to be a dancer. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, I would be a backup me, dancer for sure. Tell me this. Uh, commercials. What was your favorite yeah. commercial? Do you, can you remember um, one that you loved? I straight, I, it was not my favorite, but I bawled. Like the dog at a dog that she had the dog before she was yeah at the wedding and, and but I, the dog the gray on the dog uh, was like wow man I legitimately was holding Maeve bawling in a room while eating like sure. a cheese ball <laughs> yeah and everybody's like are you okay good. I was just like the dog I, that there. one was good I liked Logan Paul's Prime that that was a fun one because Roman's really into that it's a cool drink for whatever yeah. reason but. I like the I like the tubi the tubi that one that through everybody everyone oh everyone was like does a kid have a remote right yeah, now yeah like what is go- I, I stood up yes <laughs> like looking around genius commercial man yeah. that was great but so why I would did say they, that one why did they it was just we're just talking an about it commercial. still yeah because we're hundred percent Mr and Mrs Smith is it's, just like an interesting choice it's also. A, it's a hundred percent attempt that's all all you're they spending a hundred million dollars. For what's going on? They got us. Man. Dune. Done. Yeah. Done. They for spent sure. hundred million dollars for me to say I will never buy Tubi. Right. Never, right. Whatever that right. is. Well, well, I don't even think buy it. It's free. That's the whole or thing. Or something. Yeah, the yeah. streaming thing. Favorite commercial? I don't know. All I can remember is Julia being like, I really liked the Miles Taylor Taylor uh, one. Oh, yeah. that was like, cute. Oh, of course you did. No, right. That was, that I did too, cute. actually. Yeah. It was it good. Was it was cute. it was like real and they were dancing and like yeah. the background music. It was good. It was like fun. It was. It was good. The Doritos commercial, because I always look for the Doritos ones. The triangle. The triangle. I thought that was just silly. Yeah. Like it. 
I was I irritated, like, but it was silly. I felt like the Doritos had been doing commercials for so long. Yeah. They had to do something about the shape of the chip. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, we've done everything. What about the shape? I felt like oh, the yeah. commercials got off to a really slow start. Yeah, they for did, sure. Though. Yeah. In a new Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, yeah. that's Harrison Ford still doing it. Um, so it's pretty incredible. The Breaking Bad cameos. I did love that, though, yeah. because my mom was like, isn't this a, actually about methamphetamine? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Yes, the way it you pronounce Yes, that. it is, right? Yeah. So but what did we just thumbs up, thumbs down, one to ten, halftime performance for Rihanna? That's oh. all we're going to say. Thumbs up, thumbs down, one I mean, to there's ten. just so many opinions, us, and you can just get... They can't su- see us. Right, right. Mm, I'm, Are I'm we thumbs good? up. I'm cool with it. Yeah. Great. Um, we... We're, there were three girls and a bunch of boys, and we're like, is she pregnant? Well, she just had a baby. I we looked it up on Twitter, and it was confirmed. Yeah, we yeah. did immediately yeah. after. because we were It was doing, trending on Twitter. Of course it was, right. because that, she had not announced it. Nope. And then there was, she had some questionable moments. And again, yep. so it was Ethan's birthday. So he was there, and like all my kids were there, and then there were a couple extra kids there. Hey guys, we wanted to take a break from the podcast and I wanted to fill you in on this incredible resource. Listen, I know I've got a lot of pastor friends, a lot of church volunteers, maybe you're on staff at a church, and there's a ton of things that when I started working at a church that I didn't know anything about. And when I became pastor at Westside, there was a lot that I didn't know about. And one of those things was church insurance. I'm in a board meeting. Someone says, what's our insurance policy? And I'm like, I have no idea. Listen, I don't care how much you paid for your seminary education. They don't teach you about church insurance. But listen, Westside has found a great resource at First Choice Insurance through our agent, Matt Phillips. First Choice Insurance is locally operated. It is family-owned. They have a ton of insurance policies from A to Z. They've insured everything from airplanes, zoos, like legitimately, Matt told me that they've insured a lion before. So listen, if you work at a church, if you're a pastor and you're like, seminary did not teach me about church insurance, I want you to reach out to Matt Phillips at First Choice Insurance. The number is 573-686-2870. Again, that's Matt Phillips at First Choice Insurance, 573 686 Two eight seven zero, or you can check them out on Facebook. Again, family-owned, locally operated. Matt Phillips, First Choice Insurance. Back to the show, guys. And it was funny because there was me, my daughter, and my son's girlfriend were the only females. Mm-hmm. And when Rihanna turned around and like grabbed her rear end, and mm-hmm. then did a, they're like, "Did she just? Did she?" And the boys. Took it to fourth grade elementary, yeah. you know, fart here. I think, I, I think what Rihanna definitely showed was is that she has bangers. Like, she hasn't yeah. released a new album since 2016. Yeah, And, and she, she and did she the halftime show, to. and you know, everyone in the room was singing one of the songs. Surely yeah. she was surprised when they asked her, because she hasn't been... I mean, relevancy, you know, like... So I read in a very interesting article, the artist has to pay. Yeah, you pay for the whole performance. You You do not get paid and you submit like I would like to be Yes, it's a lottery. And And so so they have to pay for backup dancers. They do not get paid, but on the back end, they do get paid. So like today on iTunes, she's jumped up 
You know what I'm saying? She like, didn't seem nervous at all. She seemed nope. really chill, especially there at the end. She's like looking around. Super chill. Yeah. But I, I will say the stage was wild. Pretty awesome. Dude, the last shot of her in the, She's I so mean, high. in the air, dude. Like, and there was, she had like a one cord, but it was her wardrobe covered it up. It was a cool shot. Yeah. Look, it was a really I cool do shot. I think this is my only criticism. I'm not her. here for it, but now continue. Look. <laughs> so we're sitting there and we're like, Okay, Kanye could come out. Nope. Yep. Eminem I, could come out. Sure. Nope. Yep. Jay-Z was there. He didn't get on stage. And I'm like, okay, she's going to bring Tom Holland out from the lip sync battle for Umbrella. And they're going <laughs> to, and it, and nothing. So nope. that was my only, like, I kept I waiting. for somebody. Yeah. all of that. Sure. I get all of it. And several times people bring out another, but yeah. she is one of the top revenue creating yeah. artist. Oh. Yeah. She is a female and she has writing credits on every single one of those songs. Yep. And so for her to kind of like I'm gonna do my thing. If oh. you are a re-fan, like for her to go out there pregnant, do it and say, yeah. I know that I did these collabs with all these other artists, but I'm also just a queen. Nobody said that Justin Timberlake when he did it the second time, not with Janet Jackson. Yeah. He didn't have any collabs. No, yeah. just and that no. was just that yeah. was my only like Oh, I know. But there were parts every, of the song that you wanted to continue. Yeah, you're like, because the stage would change and you're like, here it is. Yeah. Yes. Here we go. You know, but yeah, it was it was all around. It was inter- the game was phenomenal for yeah. sure. So yeah. it was uh, it's just crazy to think. I always love when they show the first Super Bowl and like the stands, the, the lack of cameras and just to see what this has become is unbelievable. What's the earliest Super Bowl you remember? Like I remember Denver. When I was, um, no, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. I take that back. The St. Louis Rams, uh, Kurt. 1999, um, Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner, because he was Jesus. Yeah. It was St. Louis. I remember 1999 as like, is having a vested interest in the Super Bowl mm. because Kurt Warner t- got St. Louis a championship. Yeah. I don't remember which one this, what was this one? I think I remember 40, Super Bowl 40, maybe this in is the 56? 30s. Maybe in the 30s. What, wasn't it 56, Super Bowl 56? I don't know. It was L something. And yeah. I, yeah. LX3. Yeah, it was 57. So that's 57. That's 57. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, it was good. Well, guys, we um, also, go ahead. You got it. <laughs> no, she, I have one. Um, um, hard um, cut. Um, hard cut. Well, that was good, but yeah. moving no. on. I have a would you rather send in before okay. we get mm, love it. further into I things. I love how I post all these questions like, do you want to talk about life? Do you want to talk about the podcast or anything? And they send them to me. And, well, not only that, but it's like, and I'm like, or you could submit a would you rather. And they're like, no, 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 no. Would yep. you rather? Oh, right. we, got a, <laughs> we got a question later coming from this. But um, right now, let's do the would you rather. Okay. Would you rather save a stranger's life? But know that it costs you your own. Or no, that's it. You can either save him or not. But it's going, and it's not someone you know. You it, like it is completely going in blind. Okay, whoever wrote that needs a lesson. And would you rather question? Well, I was like, that's not <laughs> that's okay. the setup. That's, that. that's, that's half. not sure. That's yeah. half. So, like, so you or, can either save a stranger's life, and it will cost you your, your life. Let or, me make sure I'm reading no, this no, right. No, that's it. Either a stranger dies or you die. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Does I, me dying I, save them from their sins? I yeah right. <laughs> Am Let's I talk Jesus about their soul. <laughs> so I have a like a gross martyrs complex, and so I mean I have a knee jerk reaction to 
jump out in front of a train for a total and complete stranger anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, so I would probably die and my family would hate me forever. They'd be like, well, why, why was, in the world? Courtney would be so, so mad. That was the conversation. You don't even, you don't even know kids. them. You don't even know <laughs> them. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So you would. Not yeah. Know, I mean, because that's the thing. It's it's totally blind. I know. Fun I know. Question. Yeah. I think I'm living. You're living? You're living. Total yeah. stranger, you're living. You're living. Are you saying sucka at the <laughs> end or something like that? I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Felicia. Never knew you. It's a tragedy. Right, right, yeah. I think... Haley, you're dying. Yeah, I'm dying. dying. You're dying. But the problem is, is like, I had time to think about it on this end, and so that's where I'm like, well, maybe I wouldn't. Maeve, John, No, your knee-jerk reaction, you're dying. If you did not, like, tell me and it was just happening, I would 100% just find myself on the tracks. Yeah, Yeah. right. You know what I mean? You would. Uh, No question. No question. Yeah. But I'm pretty Nikki, are you dying or saving? I'm probably dying. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to No, 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 no. <laughs> I love it. I think it's great. Here's the thing. Because this is making me, it Adam so I'm going to make it I don't think better. you can think about it. I'm What I'm meaning yes. is knee-jerking. My knee-jerk was yes. Well, I the, would die for them. But well, my realistic is like, no. That, no, I think you're a, you're a discerning person. So I think you would evaluate the situation. Okay. I just said that we're sure. not discerning. I just want everybody that undertone there. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, but I think that's the difference. I think if, you, if we are both standing in front of a train track and there is a kid there and it is... You run and you th- you're gonna. Whoa, run. Now oh, it's up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold Adam, Adam is jumping Adam. out of the way and Adam. shoving that kid yeah. in front of the train. Adam, okay. ignore them. That's yeah. not where I was going. Dude, this question oh. has morphed into oh. three separate questions. And okay. now it's why? a kid. You want to know why? Because it was not set up properly. It's so great. Okay. Oh my god. So, no, Mickey's that's not what I was meaning. Adam so would not die for kid. a child, but I so would. Good. Where can oh. we mute, Haley? I need it to learn how to so work. It was so great. That was so great. Okay, no. Kid is on the track. Train is coming. You see kid. You are going to run down to track, throw kid off. Train's going to hit you. That will happen. I have no doubt that is who you sure. are, Adam. She's sure. recovering. That She's is recovering. where I was going, yeah. you mean but, people. But the mean question people. changed. <laughs> oh, man, that was so good. So Oh, when did a train even get involved? Jason, guys? Like we built a train. Scenario. In. Yeah. yeah, I was just thinking of a like a knee jerk reaction. You know, okay, a we're done with this. Or something like <laughs> that. We are totally done. Any other would you rather? Yeah, so no. good. <laughs> I love it. The conversation went sideways fast. I love would you it. rather? It's time to give another shout out to another sponsor of the rest of the sermon podcast. This shout out goes to our great friends over at Smart Marketing right here in Popper Bluff, Missouri. Smart Marketing is a fantastic media company. And when I say media, I mean websites, graphic design, videography, anything that you need, Smart Marketing can do it. You need to head on over to Facebook, just type in Smart Marketing, and you'll see their cool light bulb logo pop up, and you can get a ton of information there. Or you can just give them a call, Smart Marketing at 573 840-0334. Again, that's Smart Marketing right here in Popper Bluff, 573-840-0334. Back to the show. 
All right, we continued in Jude, and we're in part two. We covered a whole two verses again this week. It starts slow because there's the, the first four verses are massively crucial to set the tone. This week, it's we're picking it up. We're going five to 16, and so it really starts gaining pace. And so we said we, we focused in on the idea of contend and talked about the severity of that word. And, man, in my prep, it was like, yeah, 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 contend, you know, let's get ready to rumble is what came to my mind, all mm-hmm. that stuff. And then, really, it was just like, beloved, earnestly. And when you shift and understand the tone, that Jude is not slamming his hands down on the table going, you know, the world's going to hell in a handbasket, and we got to fight for ours. It is this slow, it's, com- well, we, we, we said this, that we are called to contend for the faith with compassion and conviction, right? And, you know, a plethora of verses, my favorite is Jesus saying, I'm sending you out to be as wise as serpents and as innocent as doves. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we forget Jesus said that. Jesus said that to his disciples. That doesn't mean Christians are doormats. It doesn't mean Christians beat people over the head with truth. And we boiled it down Jesus came in grace and truth. We really change it to grace or truth. And so, you know, we, we, we did the matrix that we've taught before, four quadrants. If you're high truth, low grace, you're, you're in a call-out culture, mm-hmm. and that's brutality, right? Truth is a baseball bat. The opposite, if you're high grace, low truth, it's hangout culture, and that in the end is hypocrisy because you'll do whatever it is to save the relationship on, on the opposite is you'll do whatever you will have to do for the truth to be known. Mm -hmm. And then the other one was just check out low truth, low grace. That's apathy. Right. And then up and to the right, it's where we all always want to be high grace, high truth. And that's call in. And we called it a humble boldness, right? Just like Jude is writing the letter. Where where do you guys find yourself struggling in in what quadrant? You know, am I a grace person? Am I a truth person? But what I like about those matrix is is that it shows you the implications of it. It's not like, well, I'm a grace person. Well, you know, when you take that out, that's a hangout, yeah, right. you know, yeah, yeah. or you know, or truth in that. So I think it would be good for people. Where where do we struggle in that sense? I think for me, it's a hundred percent. I go hang out, especially yeah. like. Obviously, there's different areas you can use this grid, as we said, in any relationship in your life. And sure. I think relationally, it's not always that way. Yeah. But when it's like, come to the faith, yeah, love, grace, like, I know you have sin, I have sin too. Sure. And then maybe we just don't ever address it. And we right. just like, yeah. love, love, love. Yeah. And it is really hard for me to like get to the point. Sure. Where, hey, we've been sick for a while. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I just want to like, I always want it to be happy. I always want it to be great. Totally. And there is that moment, especially because then I think I also like that because it's where you can just relate. Yeah, it's the relatable aspect. Sure. Yeah. But, yeah. but not the part of like, hey, I know I'm a sinner calling out a sinner. Yeah. You know what I mean? I D- think Dave Rhodes called it a, a, a group of people who are sick. And they relate over their sickness, but they never get better. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think there's a lot of times where I just personally fear that if I'm the one calling out 
your true like yeah. truth. Who are you? That who are you? Sure. And I know what you've done, and I know like yeah. I know that you still struggle in this. And I think if anything, it's not even out of true love for the person. It's out of self defense for me. Like right. it's selfish yeah. that I that's keep an honest it a answer. Hang out, you know that's what good. I mean? Like don't come at me. Let's just chill. Yeah, Why? that's good. Yeah. What about you, Nick? I tend to probably lean toward checkout. Okay. It doesn't affect me. Mm. I can't live their life for them. Yeah. All I can do mm-hmm. is pray for them. I can. Ooh, I'm the, he- the prayer. Oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah, That's I good will, and honest. I will yeah. tend to lean, especially if it's someone. Thoughts and prayers. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. There's there. It depends on the relationship, of course. Yep. But there's a lot of times where I'm like, as much as depends on me, I will twist. Yep. To check out of that. Yeah. That's good, man. That's super honest. I I love it. What about you, Adam? Yeah, these are like this is this is goes back to like what's your gut? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So for me, my gut, kind of behind closed doors, if you if you will, is the uh, call out the high truth. Sure. Because it's like I feel like it's pretty clear a lot of the times. Sure. It's like you should know. But I think whenever I get to this human to human interaction face to face, and I look in people's eyes and whatever. I'm I'm in the in the hangout, you know. Yeah. Hi Grace. Oh, I love you. Of course I, I love you. I, I relate to that. You know, it'll be okay. Like sure. we'll come along together. Yeah. So I, I think it's kind of I've Mine's, seen both yeah. in myself. Mine's similar because it's all truth for you and all grace for me. Ooh. Yeah. You know, so it's very easy to be in the call out, you know, for my kids, for my wife, yeah, for whatever. Yeah. Just brutal. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes to me getting called out, it's like, where's the grace? You know what I mean? So, Mm. yeah, I think that's now I was never that way. I was absolutely hangout. And and I think through the years of ministry and being in the position that you're in, you you just can't. I mean, it'll just be a stagnant pond. And it comes down to what you finished your sermon with was just what scripture and what the Lord is pointing us to is, hey, don't hurt yourself. Don't hurt yourself. And if that's what we care about, then we're not going to sacrifice you liking me or feeling like we're having a good conversation for what's going to preserve your spirit. Yeah, and so let's ask this question. Why, when when Jude gives the, the command to contend... I think right then that's a watershed because I think a lot of Christians shrink from that. Why do Christians find it difficult to contend for the faith? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, guys, th- I mean, we read a plethora of mm-hmm. scriptures correcting them with gentleness. There, for some of you, correcting is convicting. And for some of you, gentleness is convicting. Be wise as serpent, as innocent as doves. I mean, we did everything, and there's so much about it. Why do Christians kind of struggle on the engagement aspect of some things? I think we're not prepared. Okay. I think that's a good answer. I think we're not prepared. I think that's a great answer. You can't control that. You don't know what the response is going to be. What if they ask a question? I don't know the answer. What if they ask a question? I don't know the answer. Or just in general, like, hey, like, I'm not actually doing these things. Yeah. You know, like, there's some conviction in it of, like, I'm going to go promote it, but I don't, like, there's some areas that I'm still, like. Yeah, who am I to call out? Or or just, like, that I don't know if I actually fully believe. Like, I will never forget, like, in my family, like, going to my grandmother's house and being like, but Adam and Eve were real. And my aunt's who loved Jesus were like, 
Well, no, 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 no. Like it's a we, story. It's mm. a story, and we believe that. You get what I'm saying? Right. We believe the truth of the story, not the literal. And yeah. you know how immediately it's classic my, liberalism. My faith, like yeah, crumbled, dissolving. And that was a conversation with my own family yeah. amongst people who I thought were equal. You know how like, easy that argument is. The Apostle Paul says in Romans, through one man, sin entered the world. And through one man, sin was paid for. So do you believe one guy paid for it? Well, best believe I didn't know that. So there's probably another guy that let it in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it goes back to what you said. There's not been a comprehensive understanding of the gospel. Yeah. So what, yeah, it's what we said the week before, Mm -hmm. before we can ever contend, we have to contemplate, right? We have to, and I love that Jude did that for sure. Nikki, what would you say is why why do Christians shrink back from contending? I think it's fear. For sure. Fear of what though? I think, I think loss of that relationship. Yeah. Um, I've witnessed it a lot. If you're in church ministry, you probably have too. Oh, man. When you have that difficult conversation with the church member or the person, and it's not... Sure, we're leaving. We're leaving. Yeah. And it happens so often that I think fear of that loss. Absolutely. No question. I think that's a core... Yeah. 100%. Fear of the loss, and it just shows us that we value... Yeah. Like, I I 100% struggle with valuing what's here. Sure. More, you know what I mean? Because it's like... I want that person in my life more than I want to contend for but Jesus. And the flip up. side of that is they may not want you there to call them out for on sure. that. Yeah. Like for sure. They yeah. don't want that mirror held up. Yeah. And- what about you, Adam? When I'm just I'm loving how much uh, these series are just, maybe it's just the spirit in my own life calling us towards scripture and being so grounded because to me, what it comes down to is being confident in what the Lord has said hundred percent. Thus and saith it's thus, not, it's not Adam. You believe yeah, that it's not me. No, no, it's it has the, nothing to do with yeah. me. I'm, I'm simply dispensing it Yes, because this is what, and so Whenever I'm confident in that, yep. I can freely move and speak to somebody yes. and they know me and I can communicate that clearly. It's when I don't know the word of the Lord that I'm yeah. nervous yeah. because then I'm dispensing it from my own spirit. Yes. And that is a you know, that's a simple shaky. place and it's shaky ground yeah. and it's nervous. But it so that's why it's like more and more the more I'm reading and the more I'm feeling like yep. pastoring people or whatever it is, like caring for the flock. Yeah. It's like you have got to know what God says. Yes. A hundred percent, because it goes exactly back to what you said, that if, you know, when some, what's interesting is when somebody challenges it, and and maybe we're shaky on something, maybe it's a particular issue, and we kind of feel that discernment in our spirit, like, uh, I don't know what it says, but what you're saying, I'm almost positive it's not, is not in there, yeah. okay? A great, like, question back is, okay, if you don't believe that Adam and Eve were literal, then then what do you believe? Questions. In, yeah, yeah Questions. man. Yeah, because I think Christians are wrongfully backed into a corner, and we are supposed to be the ones to have the proof of the burden yeah. of evidence. Yeah. And the reality is, is that's, that's not true. Yeah, yeah is if you can't say no to one thing and then not provide an answer. That's not proper rhetoric. Mm -hmm. You can't shoot down my argument and then not presuppose something and suggest something. 
I think the two things from what I've seen over the years and this, whatever, just to say it is socially and sexually. I think Christians don't contend for the faith because of social reasons, loss of relationship, Mm -hmm. and then sexual identity, which comes down to authority. Yeah. I, you know, it's, it's what I said Sunday is I have guys, I have never debated someone about the hypostatic union of Jesus. Is he fully God or fully man? I've, and like, there's creeds about that. Yeah. Okay. Like, it was such a big deal in the early church. Everyone has a problem when the Bible says to keep your pants on. Yeah. Right. That's when everyone throws it when out. It comes down to autonomy. We love, love our neighbor. We love, do not judge. We do not love the purity of marriage, mm-hmm. a ethical implication of our faith. And that's when, that's when it's cast off. And right now, the volume's turned up to a hundred. Because the opposing party would say, no, 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 no. It's not just the line in the sand is not tolerance. So so the definition of tolerance has changed in Merriam-Webster's dictionary, okay? The original definition of tolerance presupposed a disagreement. In the 1960s and 1950s, the word tolerance defined was two opposing views coming to basically an equal ground, saying, we agree to disagree, mm-hmm. but we will tolerate yeah. one another. Tolerance now means condone. Yeah, You have yeah. to condone. Listen and support. And yeah. celebrate and put your stamp of approval on issue X. And if you don't approve it, you hate me. That Legitimately, is the... That is what the definition changed to? 100%. In universities and everything. The definition, you can look it up, it's crazy. That's why guys like Jordan Peterson and these intellectuals are very important in our society because what they do is they say, hey, 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 you remember the the free love revolution in the 60s? How'd that pan out? Not good. And it was a knee-jerk reaction in the universities. And what we're not doing is we're not playing this out of the implications in society. And guys, the implications of some of these decisions that we're making are going to be detrimental to humanity. Well, we're already seeing some of those. A hundred percent. You know, Some people are already, they've walked through some things in their world and have had physicians and doctors and do things. And now- sure. They've lived away for a while, and they're like, mm, I'm mentally unhealthy. And there's and implications yes. of it. And all we're saying is, and so one of the things we said, the lie that the world says is you have to compromise your convictions in order to be compassionate. Yeah. No. Right? You can't hold to this, thus saith the Lord, and love someone. And guys, that's a false dichotomy. Nobody, and we, and we read... And the scribes and the Pharisees, when they saw Jesus eating with tax collectors yeah. and sinners, said, why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? Like, yeah. there it is. There it is. Thus saith the Lord, the word in flesh, neither do I condemn you, but go and sin no more. Yeah. Right? But here I am with you, loving. Here I, mean, I am. I'm here. Yeah, love does not mean it condone. But yeah. it's hard. Yeah. That's so much harder. It's so much harder with tears in your eyes over a cup of coffee when they ask you, do you really think the Bible says blank? And tearfully answer, yes. Yeah, Yeah, that's hard. And I'm here. The Bible also says this, 
and I'm struggling in this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we really need each other, and we're going to try to stumble forward in this thing. I feel like we do this more if you gossip and you're telling someone, hey, I'm really struggling with gossip. Oh, you know, it's not the stigma, but when it comes to sexual immorality, society, the church, I don't know where it came from, but it is such a bigger hot topic of hatred and wrong. And I don't, my brain does not. Well, somewhere along the way. So here's the problem is all sins are equal. Yeah. Yes and no. All sins are equally damning. Yes. But not all sins are equally damaging. damaging. Right. Right. And so, yes, we are all sinners in the eyes of God. But then why does the Apostle Paul say, hey, yes, in Corinth, you guys are doing this, but by the way, when you unite sexually with prostitutes, it is a mingling of souls. It is not just a mingling of flesh. Be careful with what you're doing over there. And so in the church, we haven't balanced that conversation that way. All sins are equally damning, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, I can get a speeding ticket or I can get drunk and right. get and get and and so the implications of that again when God says don't he means don't hurt yourself mm-hmm. and the implications of different decisions again have not come from a place of brokenness and love and discernment it's come from this is what we're against yeah. and not what yeah. we're for yeah. And, and when that is the picket sign, it just, it gets lost. Yeah. It gets lost in translation. And then we have to back up. What's interesting. It takes a huge effort to override what yeah. the, that, how people have viewed that for so long with so the picket sign. Yeah. Like think about this week, Jude in my sermon preparation uses three Old Testament examples Oh. Well, guess what I have to do? Use three Old Testament examples. People have no idea what those Old Testament examples are. So you're going to have to teach. Like, like I love when Billy Graham stands up in a, in a stadium and goes, open your Bible. Well, Billy, no one has their Bible anymore. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it was the 70. And so it's, we are just, it's so far away. It, and now let me say this also. There are some good things about that as well. What I mean of how there's a religiosity of, well, you have to dress a certain way to go to church. Yeah, some of that stuff is gone. Yes. And it's fantastic. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it should have been. Some of that stuff represents the picket sign of perfection. Yes. You know, that just can't, that, that's, that there is a, there's a works-based worthiness that is just completely not not there. For everyone that it's, there is a certain level that you have to get to before it's even attainable. It's just, it's all the motive base. It's like, I want you. I want to dress up nice out of reverence, sure, not out of working towards presenting myself. You know, right. just image. this facade. Image. Yeah, yeah, right. You image. know, that's 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 the whole thing. Sure. Right? I mean, I remember when my dad had started a church and he was ministering to this guy who was working on our property, and he invited him to service. And the guy was like, "I can't, I can't come." And my dad was like, "Oh, do you have to work?" He was like, "No, I'm not. I'm not allowed to come." My dad was like, "I'm the I'm the pastor. Like, <laughs> why why are you have a restraining order or something?" Yeah. And the guy pointed to a tattoo on his arm. Oh. And I was living at the house, and my dad said, Jason, come out here. Yeah. yeah. Look I, at my kid. And I went outside, and my dad said, this is my son, Jason. And the guy looked, and he, 
I was like a three-headed monster. He was like, what? <laughs> and the guy said, he was like, I thought I wasn't allowed to come. That is such a disservice. Like, like, where's, the, like yeah. where's that come from? No. That's just, you know. But again, it's, it is compassion and conviction. And here's why we don't want to live in that. Because it requires more from us. It does. Yeah. There's a tension. And we don't like tension. So it's it's not grace and truth. It's grace or truth. And so you're either a grace person and I'm a truth person and we're going to be what we're going to be. And the reality is, is the Bible doesn't call us to that. You know? One, you know, one of the things we said was, is that the love of God is not a license to live however you want, right? Um, I think oftentimes the question really is this. Does Jesus require something of his disciples? Yes. Does he require something of us, Right. What is that? I don't know exactly, but it will always require a sacrifice. Yeah, right. It will always require a leaving of something. Every single person he called, it was leave what you're doing. Yeah. Sure. And you're going to sacrifice something. So yeah. obviously it's different for everybody. Yeah, but but, but at a level, if Jesus, Jesus demands from us the very same thing he's given to us, which is everything, right? And so I think that is an okay question to ask whenever we say, hey, I just, I'm concerned that you're using the love of God as a license for anything. And then when that, you know, we're bowing up now, like, where are we, are you calling me out? Like what, I think it's okay to ask, well, what do you think Jesus really requires of you? Mm. Right? Like, surely it's something. And, and again, I think it's okay to put the burden of proof on the person who's resisting the other answer when it comes to that. Yeah. Yeah. You, you were, know, the hardship for me is always the call. Jesus was, when you look at Jesus, he was he was calling people out for their sin in, sure. in a way. But he's Jesus. Yeah. He's Jesus. Yeah, right. And so that's what I, that's whenever I'm just being open as 100%. I can here. Yep. It's like... I am. I don't feel like I am. You know, wh- wh- who am I yeah. to say that you, this is something wrong for you? Even though I want to protect your soul and spirit, how good am I at protecting my own soul and spirit? Sure. If I'm giving into certain things or whatever, who am I to call you out? And that—that's where the rub is for me. Is like, yeah. what's what is what is a a damning enough thing that you're doing for me to then feel like okay, I I, I have to say something or yeah. like. Yeah, you know, and 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 so the reason why this doesn't work is because it never works in the in the context of relationship, which is where it should work. Mm-hmm. Because in any other context of relationship, what you say to someone, to a husband and wife, I'm just thinking of like the most intimate relationship, yeah. right? You should bring to them what you were also giving them permission for them to bring to you. So, like, there's an old story about, and I've used this a ton, the Simon of Cyrene. It's Greek mythology. The Cyrenes were beautiful women who were mermaids, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And what they would do is, is the old sailing legend was, is that they would sing, and they would lure in the sailors, but they would lure them into a waterfall, right? And the waterfall would go into the pits of death, and then there would be jagged rocks. And so when um, Homer in the Iliad is sailing and he has to go by the Simons of Cyrene. It's very scary. And so what he says is, he says, tie me to the mass Mm -hmm. of the ship. And whether I foam at the mouth 
or craze out of my mind. Do not not listen to me until we can no longer hear the song. And then, oh, it's so beautiful. They go by and he's right. He says he's going to kill them. He foams at them. He goes bonkers at them. And then finally, when the ship gets out of earshot, he like passes out and like comes to. And what he was saying was, he was the captain, by the way. And he was saying to the the low men on the totem pole, hold me accountable mm-hmm. when we go by this, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm the one. That scene's like burned in my mind. Oh, like, man, it's so beautiful, right? Yeah. But that's how a relationship's supposed to work. I was going to say, he invited them to hold uh, him to that 100%. Level, and that's and, the hard. And I think, again, this reveals another. I don't think we know what we mean when we join a covenant community. No. That's what we're saying, yeah. right? Is 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 there's equal access here? Is that we all Spurgeon always said is that Calvary is level ground, yeah. you know, for everyone there. And so, but to bring it back, Jude is writing to a group of Christians. Yeah, he's not writing to just a pastor. It's not just hey, pastor. It's not First or Second Timothy. Yeah, yeah. Contend for the faith. It's hey. Covenant believers contend for the faith. Every Christian has this responsibility. And so we said the second thing was is we're not only compelled by compassion, but we're we're confident in our convictions. There is something that I, I, I like this phrase that got Jude off the couch. So imagine you're at your house and you hear something. What does it take for for you? What do you have to hear for you to get off the couch? Go check it out. Bro, it, these days, like, not much. Okay. Like, I love it. Yeah, 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 for sure. But, yeah. But something <laughs> but something was going on enough yeah. for Jude to pick up the pen because he said, I was going to write a different letter, but I was compelled to write this one. Okay. I want to ask this question. For you, when it comes to the convictions in our faith, what does it take for you to get off the couch? Is it when I see someone hurting themselves? I, I got to get off the couch. Or is it when I see someone hurting others? That's it for me. Okay, that's it? That's it. I mean, because yeah. I'm thinking of a very specific instance Great. Yeah. that I didn't. I'm like, mm, nope. I got to get off the couch. Yep. Yeah, for sure. What about you, Adam? You're going to say something. I don't know. I, I would guess it's whenever people are in the position of being an ambassador for Christ, like proclaiming the name of Christ mm. and, are, and are then condoning. Bringing thing, shame. Bringing shame to the name. And... Ugh. and you know, false information to people who might be peeking over the fence. It's yeah. like, I, I, that is where, when it's hurting new believers or potential believers. Stumbling blocks. Yeah, stumbling blocks. Like, yeah. that, that's to me is wow. one thing that'll get me. That's good. Yeah. What about you, Haley? I don't know. Like, I think it almost has to be that, that I got asked. Like, invited uh, in? Yeah. Like, I think I will straight sit there. And I will watch it, and yeah. I will internally, and sometimes I will talk about it, and I will just be like, "Man, that's crushing! That's crushing! That's crushing! That's crushing! Oh my gosh, that's crushing!" And I'm just like carrying it and watching it and sure. doing absolutely nothing yeah. until they're like, "Hey, what do you think about that?" And then I will straight up be like, "Do you want me to answer this question?" Yeah, for sure. That's honest. I like it. I also think you're not giving yourself enough credit. From me knowing you, I do think when you see someone hurting themselves, you are very compassionate to walk with them in that. But I think once they get to the edge, 
I think you're probably riddled with anxiety. <laughs> you're sweating. <laughs> you're all, but I do think that you're not going to let them cross the threshold. But I, yes, but you see me operate with people who have given me access to their life. Yeah, but I'm also, I've also heard you say some things. And even back when you would say that you weren't living for Christ, that there was a level of people that you would engage to the point of drug addiction or whatever yeah. that you would go, I can't. Yeah. I can't do this anymore. That's big deal. That gets you off the couch. I got you. You know what I mean? But I also feel like at that point it was it was me not even wanting to save that it was like, hey, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? For like, sure. Yeah. I think what gets me off the couch, I when I first came to Christ, I was very evangelistic to the lost. And I'm still very much so that way. What gets me off the couch is a non believer. Mm. I I struggled, but it's funny that God put me in Popper Bluff, Missouri. Like I wanted to be in St. Louis. Like I was a student minister in St. Yeah. Louis. Like kids like who are coming from Islam or like sneaking out of their house to come to our youth group. And we got goth kids and this kid's selling weed in the parking lot and I'm thriving. I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, this is great. Bro, you know, we got all that here. We Where got, do you want to go? We got all that here, but what we have here is I'm saved. Yeah. And I'm doing it anyway. I'm saved because I cried watching Chris Stapleton do the national anthem. <laughs> Those are it. the same thing, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, no. And so my granny I, went to church. So yeah, I always say it this way. My passion is the prodigal son, but God's called me to the elder brother. Mm -hmm. And so I'm slowly getting off the couch for the elder brother, but I'm lagging. But I really feel that the ministry that Westside has now is a wide open door for the prodigal son. Yeah. I just think it's like, yeah, come on 100%. in, baby, come on in. Well, you get the elderly brother in shape. Yeah, you know, yeah, no, no, less. no. I think it's a growing it's a ministry of. I've been in this home. I've obeyed you. You owe me. And it's like, well, you don't understand the gospel as much as this person yeah. as well. And I think there's a growing thing of that for sure. Um, let's let's wrap up with sort of this. When it comes to the compassion, conviction, and the grace, and the truth, if you have a story, that's great. If not, whatever. But what would you say to someone who is at the threshold? They're saying, you know, I struggle with hangout. Like, mm -hmm. what has helped you? Okay? If you're a truth person and you've said, you know, I really struggle with brutality, beating people over the head, or I struggle with apathy— what would you say to someone who's listening? Because, guys, people who are listening to this, anytime we do a message like this, I've got a grandmother that comes up to me. Yeah. And it's like, boom. I've got, I had a conversation with a young man who was super convicted and was like, hey, man, I think I'm thinking about this in my life. And it was massive implications. And it's like, this, this always hits home. It's very easy. What would you say to someone who's, who's coming to you right now going, all right, in this quadrant, I'm the same as you. What have you done to kind of help you be compassion and conviction? Yeah. What can I do? For me, being someone who checks out. Now, and when I say I check out, the relationship is not as deep. I liked your answer because I think it's really honest, well, Nikki, it is, and it's important. Because I, the people who I'm closest to have, will be like... You're going to fight for them. She's gonna be, they're going to be like, she is lying out her teeth. No, right. these are people that are... And I'm going to even say friends. That you're called to love. Yes. Yeah. But these aren't necessarily my 
rider dies. Sure. Because my yeah, rider yeah. dies, you're gonna bow I'm called up. to love them, not compelled. Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. And it's, you have to take time with them mm, and develop so something deeper. Yes. Um, and I love that you were asking this question because that was one of my questions that someone asked me was, can you guys do different scenarios of humble boldness and how that goes? Sure. And I think for me, I would tell someone who's like, hey, I'm struggling with so-and-so and this is going on and I really don't know them well enough to call them out on the fact they're dating four people at the same time. Yeah. Okay, great. That's when you say exactly that to them. Yeah. Hey, look, we do this together and I know you and I don't know each other well enough. Yep. But girl, you are rocking some West Side merch, dating three guys, going out here. You're here on yeah. Sunday. I love you. What is going on? Because we don't have that friendship. Maybe we need to have that That's friendship. That's it. That's the follow-up. Yeah. So we the, have to do this. So together. the application to someone that would send in the question is. You got to say truth. Yeah, you, you can't have to lie. Say truth. But your answer's in the question. Yeah, you said you're convicted for two things: their sin, and because you realize we don't have a relationship. Yeah. So rather than a picket sign, dinner, no. dinner table. The picket signs never right? work. Yeah, that's they good, man. That's really good. What about you guys? Well, on the developer relationship part of what you said, I, the most practical way that I've like my my heart my spirit gets that like the quickest way is whenever I'm in deep prayer for people mm. so when I when I Come add on. them to my like daily routine that's a great answer yeah because then it's like you're praying for the heart of that person and the dynamic and, you know, for them to come whatever you're praying for your heart gets tender yeah yeah it's very yeah. tender and then you can have a little more discernment in what you're speaking to them yes. and what you're praying for them. And if, and if somebody's coming to you immediately and say, Hey, what do I do in this situation? Or, or is this sin? I mean, I, I will always default to, I'm, let me, let me be with the, I want to pray about this yep. together, separately, whatever. But, but when you're talking about specific people or anything, I mean, I just having people be on your daily prayer list fosters a relationship like nothing else yep. I've ever found. Hundred percent, man, that's a good answer. That's awesome. What about you, Haley? I think you have to take the step to ask, like because they may not ask you, like, yep. hey, I'm can, waiting on them. I'm ready. I'm waiting on them. To like, ask. Yeah. hey. Can I be in your life? Can I speak into your life? Amen. Like practically. And then also like some self, we can talk about self-awareness, but also just some self-work of like, if every time I'm going to somebody and I'm convicted about what they're doing, but I feel like I can't do that because of my own sin, mm. start with your own sin yep. because, well, that's good. You know, Preach. but I mean, it's like, hey, I want to love you, but I'm doing the same thing. So I don't feel like I can talk yeah. to you about it. Okay, well then, like, yeah. I need to be working on that. And I don't mean like we pull ourselves up. How powerful is up. God that He could use other people's sins to convict us of our sin? Yeah, yeah. You see yourself in their sin, and that's I think why that's, you judge them so hard. Yeah, that's what that's hangout beautiful. culture is. It's it's all going like, man, we need to get better. Yep. And someone has to, right? Or the boat's gonna. We're sinking. Yeah, you right? know Somebody's what I mean. Somebody's gotta someone be bailing has water. To. And there also just has to be like. That's a mirroring of what all discipleship looks like. Yep. No one was perfect when they started discipling. 100%. He called them 100% where they were at and called them to do more. Amen. You know what I mean? That's and good. so it's like, 
if we want to stay here, we realize that this is not a model of Christianity whatsoever. Yes. This is not even a form of Christianity. Right. This is us saying we're sinners. Yes. So was Judas. Right. So what, I mean, like, yeah. yes, we are but if not we doing... read what it's what we said Sunday, the Augustine quote, if you read what yeah. you like in the gospels and reject what you don't, it's not the gospels no. you believe, but yourself. Yep. And at some point we've got to say, guys, we're doing this, right? There has to be action. Yeah. Man, but asking, that's good. I love the personal action. Man, these are great answers, guys. Y'all are killing it. Well, I, what you say, Jadis? I, <laughs> I'm going off of what I feel like for some reason... God has given me my closest friends are call out people mm-hmm. and which is good like so good in my <laughs> life but it's also I feel like I'm the grace person that God has given to them to go two things number one deposits and withdrawals yeah okay so I have a good friend Jason Courtney he's my best friend he has all he could walk in this room right now and go give me your phone he just he has all access to my life 100% and then he would call he would I would answer and he'd look at Courtney and go is that true or is he lying like he just has complete right. access to He's me sternly loving with you I 100%. like watching you guys interact we go at it but how long did that relationship take to get to that point uh, it will years and I mean, that's years. one thing people want you know, this instantaneous and we need to let them know it's crock not. pot not a microwave yep you know what I mean so what Jason needs to hear me say is deposits and withdrawals. And so sometimes I'll say things in the beginning of our relationship, you haven't earned that. Ah. You haven't earned that to say that to me. You the just withdrawal. T- you just took a shot is yeah. what you did. And what you don't realize is is that's all the conversation we ever have, man. And if the only conversation we're having is arguing, I know that's your love language, but dude, you got to invest, man. Like we got to go hang out and see a movie. Or yeah, yeah. something, man. Like it just Put can't be that. Because here's what's going to happen. I'm going to dodge you. Yeah. yeah. It's exhausting. But here's a revelation that he said that when we were going in the upper room, I called him and checked and see if this was okay. Jesus, when he's getting ready to leave to his disciples, he says, I have so many things to tell you. Mm-hmm. And now's not the time. Mm-hmm. But the Spirit's going to come and he's going to tell you. Truth yeah, is not the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And for Jason Courtney, he's like sweating right now listening to that. <laughs> oh, that's great. He's like, and you're wrong. <laughs> people's, people's capacity for truth yes. is the most important thing. Yeah. And so you, and that only comes through relationship, prayer, yeah. discernment, asking, relationship. All of these things are cake batter to bake the cake of compassion and conviction. But I think you have got to discern like, if somebody is just going through it in their life, man, and there's this, and this person has cancer, and they're trying to live for God, and it just costs them that relationship, maybe the truth bomb is not what's needed at today's coffee session. Yeah. That's been one of the biggest points you made in that series that has stuck with me. People's but capacity. Very, people's capacity for truth and how Jesus was saying, you're not ready yet. You're not. And it's just like, that's just such a very practical boots on the ground. Jesus said that. <laughs> he spared them from what yes. he knew was correct, from what they knew they could handle. Can it's you, like, that's just Can it. you imagine if he was going to describe to them the brutality that was coming the next night? No, they would have. They would. Well, Peter draws a sword and tries to like kill a guy. He's like, "Put your sword away. You don't understand what's happening right now." But the spirit will come. So I think deposits and withdraws and people. Truth is not the most important thing. 
people's capacity for truth is the most important thing. And so I think, oh man, these are great. These are great. But listen, if you have a specific no names or anything and yeah. you would like, I mean, see, I want to hear what other people we, yes. I want to hear names. I, I want to hear what other people what they have found is the most practical way to call people to the Lord and, you know, yes. whatever it is, call out, you know, yeah. calling people to grace and truth like I want to know because we've got some bomb members at church who 100%. Are, you know, outside of this room. How has like, it worked? How what yeah. works? Yes, a hundred percent. So please write that in. I think the always the common denominator, and no matter who we would hear, I think is tears. I think it's tears. Yeah, I think it's tears Empathy. of being broken. This is this is going to be so brutal. You have to be vulnerable in this. That. Is going to be so brutal. Tears, and then I'm so afraid. Yeah, like. I'm so afraid to say this, and I'm just going to say it, and I'm so sorry. The fear part is huge. Yeah, it's got to come. The the tear represents either, I know this is going to be so painful, and I'm here, and I'm sorry, and the tear represents, I'm so afraid to do this. Like, it's just the tears. Like, I I picture Jesus, you know, when it says that he sits on the Mount of Olives, and and he looks at Jerusalem, and he says, oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Would that I would have gathered you like a mother gathers her hens, but you would not listen to me. And what he's doing is he's not, he never enters Jerusalem again. Yeah. He's leaving. Yeah. And he's like, what could have been? And it's just like, oh, it's just like this, like Greek tragedy, man. You're yeah. like, he's going to die. That's it. Jerusalem doesn't get another chance. But you cannot <laughs> cry and be apathetic. Amen. Yeah, it's relational tears. Be- you can love yep. and you can hate. Be angry. You can you can do that, but you cannot be apathetic. And I think that's what the response has to be. That's the yep. across from it is yes. is the tears because yes. it can be a range of emotions. It can be all of this conversation, yep. but the tears are. I am not apathetic to this. Yes, and by the way, those grids are tools for self awareness. They're not an excuse. So you can't say, eh. I'm just whatever on them. Yeah. It's not you're you can't say I'm apathetic and then use it as an excuse. It's a it's a flag. It's a tool of self-awareness. Yeah. Nikki, when you start to feel apathetic, mm-hmm. you go, "Oh my god, I'm feeling apathetic yeah. about them and God keeps putting them in front of me." Well, and that's what I've learned right? is that when God keeps yes. God keeps putting people that I'm like, "Well, I'm not God's putting those people in my path on purpose. 100%. And yeah, I'm so supposed good. to do something there because I'm like, God, I do not know why you are giving those... me so and so. How many times do we say, Satan, get behind me? And he's right. like, that's not from that's Satan. Not, that's uh, me putting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> and no, you are right. But there are moments where people are, and I'm like, I just don't care. Think, I don't want to get into their, ugh. That's good. But guys. they're yeah, not doing it right. And this so is so wrong. Work. Yep. It is. But then I'm like, God keeps putting them here. What am I supposed to learn from them, do with them? What am I? And there is that responsibility yeah, that comes back into for sure. It. And and granted, this is a portion of Jude's letter. This yeah. th- this coming week, mm. there's some real stuff. Jude gives an autopsy of what to be on the lookout for. Let's People who it. profess that they love God, but don't love God, carry these marks. Yeah, and it's the same all across the board. David Koresh. Like, I want to say, like, it's cults, guys. All cults have all the common things, and you can get a little preview. Every cult rewrites the Bible. Every cult redefines sin. Every cult rejects the cross, and every cult removes their pants. 
Yeah. There you go. Which is why I love watching the documentaries. Doesn't matter. I don't care. Scientology, (laughs) same thing. David Koresh, same same thing. thing. You know, Jehovah's Witness, same thing. Send me an email. Let's have a conversation. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, man. Like, guys, at some point. We've got to go. Wow, there's really like four things in all of this. Do you watch that this. documentary under the banner of heaven? Oh yeah, yeah, all yeah. of them. I watched that one and the one on uh, Scientology as oh, well. What's that one? It's uh, going clear. Yeah. Which wild? Wild? Oh, yeah. dude, it's unbelievable. Okay. But at some point, going can we notes. be honest about this? But yeah, hey, listen, we want to hear from you guys. There's got to be specific scenarios, and please, them. if you're a champion of the faith and you're contending and you're like, man, this podcast was so good. Here's one thing that I've done that's really helped. Please write us in. We want to hear from you. Reach out. We'll get you on the podcast. We interview you. You'll be world famous. Hayley and I are trying to interviewing people. Yeah. Yeah. We want to do a spinoff. We do. We need your help. Listeners. Yes. Listeners. <laughs> help. Help <laughs> Hayley and I convince wow, Jason. Wow. They just absurded all the authority that has already said this. And now they're trying to start a revolt. So We're not right? trying to start a revolt, but we do think that Nikki and Haley interviewing people strictly in the summer when all the bros are in here because we will get John back in here in the summer Love and it. we will have Alex, Alex will Love be it. here. Love it. That's actually it how this podcast started. Yeah. yeah. Was interviewing people. I know. And, and it can still be done. It can still be done. It can be done. can still be done. But or we do. We want to hear <laughs> what you guys. 100%. Right in. We want to hear from you guys. We also this. have a bunch of stuff coming up in the life of the church. February is going to be a big month. Nikki, for the people that missed the Change oh, Wars update. So great. Man, so great. that was incredible. Um, Give us the total. So Tell us we, what it was, what was going on, and what's the total. We had, um, for two months, the kids brought in all of their change, and we had classroom change wars. Who could raise the most money? How much could we raise? And $760. Fire sauce, man. gracious. Yeah, love it. I love it. guess that. No, Looking um, at that jar. We had two people both Guys, get within a grand. Yes, that our kids raised. Yeah, kids. Love it, that's man. A, there was a Chillins. couple adults that threw some things and brought it. it back for the kids. But yep. yeah, so it good. was, yeah. So, so that good. money, the kids are giving to our bright future school, O'Neill. Love it. And they will be able to purchase some things Fantastic. that they need there. Fantastic. And yeah. shout out to... The worship team and Acapella Sunday. Adam and, taught us. Man. <laughs> that was so good. The studio is I hope it was, as, today, hope it was, was as joyful for everybody else it as was, it was dude, for us. Even the learning portion of the call and response and everything was so engaged. much fun. And my kids went, Dad... We sung Kanye's song at church <laughs> on Sunday. That should give you an insight to my parenting. Hey, we'll just throw that in on Acapella Sunday every time we do Right? It. Because Thanks. on Jesus, have you listened and to the Jesus is King version? Oh my goodness, yeah. It's Dude, fantastic. he's got that choir and that one girl is singing mm-hmm. lead and her voice breaks. Yep. And it's just like <laughs> Dude, I have I have visions of coming up out of the floor. Yeah. While that's like yes. I don't know, but that's just my own. Let's yeah. Anyway. But we've got some other stuff coming up in the life of the church. Haley, what class, what opportunity do we have in the month of February? We have baptisms in February. Woo-hoo! Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. I love it. Um, but baptisms, yeah. Huge and then deal. if you are not sure if you want to get baptized or not you sign got up anyway. Sign up yeah. because we have a whole class that's going to go over everything. Yep. And 
We will walk you through it before we dunk you in the water, yep. right? I tell you how long I'm gonna hold you under the whole deal. Like till all the bubble the, stop. Yep. The practical <laughs> questions and the open and closed handed questions, all like all of it. Yep. Um, and then also on that same day, which is February 26th, by the way, yep. last Sunday in February. Love it. We have a family fun event. Wearing it out. We're just wearing the button out. Yeah. What's the family fun day? Where's it at? So we are going to be at Skate City from 430 to 630. It's going to be a dollar a person. They will have the concession stand open if you guys want to purchase snacks. But the whole church, like all of us, everybody, it is West Side only. I have a secret desire. I have a secret desire that we're going to have a church member lace up skates and just kill it. Yeah, like they like can awesome. just That's skate and do the old school ATL and like a routine. Oh, a and routine. I want that so bad. Please, yeah, Westside, we'll can we get a them with banners on a Sunday morning just going up and down? Oh, with yes. Ooh, fun. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> That's great. But man, there's a ton of stuff coming up in the life of the church. Super excited about it. So listen, if you want to reach out to us, send us an email, text message, get on the newsletter, shoot us a, fa- a Facebook message. We got stories going up on the Facebook stories on Sundays. Guys, it's everywhere all the time. Get a hold of us. We love you. Like, subscribe, share the podcast, write it in. We love you. Until we meet again, it's all about what? Jesus! Jesus.